0: I did a little tiny bit on the end of the 30th anniversary, and I do a little tiny bit on the end of this. It's, it's my uh, Alfred Hitchcock, I suppose. Welcome back to Disney Marvels for a week of May 16th, 2021. This is episode 135. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney... Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, Pixar, 20th Century, The Parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Grakin. So, of course, as always, I put that survey out there. This time, make it a little more delicious. What is your favorite cookie? What's your favorite cookie? Or I guess maybe I should have also translated for our UK friends, what's your favorite biscuit? But... I put I just left it as cookie, silly me. I didn't put chocolate chip, peanut butter, chocolate, chocolate chip, or others. So, one hundred percent. Strangely enough, but not surprising, one hundred percent of you said chocolate chip cookies. That's 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 delicious, and, and you you can't go. I in my opinion, you can't go wrong with a good chocolate chip. Me personally, I will put peanut butter. But a good chocolate chip cookie, especially a warm, moist, delicious chocolate chip cookie that smelts in your mouth is so gooey and delicious. It's nirvana. And as you know, sometimes it it is hard to get to that, that perfection level. As our guest last week, Steve Lewis, told you. Fifteen years he, he seek to perfect the chocolate chip cookie. Fifteen years. That is a long chunk of time. But he got there and he perfected it and the lines are long to prove it. So I, I will one day maybe I'll do a food review of Gideon's bakehouse. I interviewed the owner and now maybe I'll do a I, I could do a review of some of the scrumptious delicious I will make that sacrifice. I will make that sacrifice for you. Let me know. Otherwise, we'll be back after these brief messages from our friends and sponsors. Hey guys, it's Kyler Pope from the Disney Theme Park Show The Second. I just wanted to tell you about my great podcast, the Disney Theme Park Show The Second, where I talk to wonderful guests such as Matthew Gregan about all things Disney. I am available On Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public as of now. And I hope you guys have a magical day. It's not that easy being green, having to spend the day the color of the leaves. When I think it could be nicer being red or yellow or gold or something. Much more colorful, like that few people in the world can have such a profound profound effect and touch people's lives in such ways that while they're living, we recognize their greatness, and when they pass we Hold on to that greatness and stand in awe of their legacy as time moves forward without them. There are two such people in my life that have had that effect. One, obviously, being Walt Disney. The other one, and I've spoken, I've mentioned this before, and today I just want to touch on it a little differently. Being Jim Henson, and this being the thirty-first anniversary of his passing, um, Jim, I, I, I normally this is an episode I would do with Matt Leonard, and I, I promise he will be on the next episode when we discuss something else. But I, I, I need to, I need to talk about Jim um in the in how he affect my life. And this is this is more personal. It's not, I'm not talking about the contributions he's made to the world, um his legacy, what what he's done other than what he would do, what he's done for me. Um I remember growing up growing up watching some of the earliest memories besides watching Sesame Street, watching The Muppet Show on TV, and I'd always look forward to coming on and in. Just what are they going to do next? And it was I was at a young age. I didn't necessarily know who all the guests were, or did I even really care about who the guests were? I I was watching it for the Muppets. What is Fozzie going to do today? Gonzo, Kermit, Scooter, the the animal. uh, You know what what kind of things are Statler and Waldorf going to say? That was the stuff. Miss Piggy. You know what? What was she? You know, gonna, gonna go around. I always hoped for a new Pigs in Space episode. And I enjoyed Veterinary's hospital, even though I didn't always understand it. But those those were type of things that just, even to this day, I remember. And I couldn't even tell you the age I was. I just, or even what day of the week it was. I just remember late nights. Could have been Friday night. Could have been Sunday night. Sitting at the television with the family and enjoying the Muppet Show and these were just again building blocks and then the you know also with sesame street Uh, at a young age watching sesame street and this was back when kermit was on there and kermit going around and interacting in just the 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 calm manner and the the different approaches that kermit would have to to situations you know you have other people kind of worried or upset or about different things and kermit there's times that Kermit would freak out, and then there's other times that Kermit would take a step back, and look at a different angle. And and I think I've mentioned this before, and I'll mention it again. That one of my favorite uh, Christmas specials is the 1978 Christmas Eve on Sesame Street um, with Big Bird, Kermit, in the in the cast and crew, and. Um, you know, Kermit's going around interviewing, interviewing kids about how do they think Santa Claus gets into their house to deliver presents. And then also, you know, you got Bert and Ernie, you know, that that was that was Jim and Frank Oz in their interaction. I always I, I lean more towards Ernie and just his, his zany way of doing things, you know, walking around putting socks on his ears. And, and you know, taking Bert's nose. It, it's it's it is it is memories that have again built a foundation in my life it is something that has stuck with me. This is not gonna be a very long episode, obviously, um, as I just wax poetically about Jim Henson. You know, a man born September twenty fourth, nineteen thirty six in Greensville, Mississippi. I remember I remember perfectly well and again this just goes to show you the impact that he's had on my life I remember where I was and what I was doing when I heard of his passing and not to age myself but I was on a school bus I was on a school bus and I heard the announcement on the radio that Jim Henson had passed away and just sitting there kind of feeling empty and a part of my childhood died that day it was it, it was hard to internalize and interpret what that meant going forward for things that I loved such as the Muppets now in retrospect we know the Muppets have lived on and I had a feeling that was going to happen they did even a a special um, that the Muppets remember Jim Henson, and they—that's when they introduced Steve Whitmire as the the next Kermit. Um, and they all, you know, they had the Muppets talking about, oh, Jim Henson passed away. Jim Henson. Well, who's Jim Henson? Who is this Jim Henson? And you know, they kind of broke that fourth wall of like, look, there's people below us, and they're moving around. They move and we move. Um. So it it was a very a way that only the Muppets could describe who Jim Henson was to younger viewers, probably younger than myself at that time. Who he was, what he did, and that things would be okay. Um, I've gone back over the years and and watched. Some of the performances from him, his memorial service in New York that the the Muppeteers, the puppeteers did. Um, Big Bird singing, Not Easy Being Green. Um, Gonzo singing, I'm going to go back there someday. Dave Goles never did a, a, a more, again, one of my favorite Muppet songs, but that rendition of it just kind of brings a tear to your eye. Is so heartfelt and so emotional, but yeah, so. I mean, and most people probably don't even know this. They don't even think Matt realizes this. That I even. when I was looking at colleges, and when I was in high school, I want to go to. I, w- I went to. Actually went to, University of Maryland, where Jim went. To look into their, their puppetry um, the puppetry program to only find out that it had been, had been discontinued um, and I felt kind of lost at that point I wasn't sure well this is kind of where I wanted to do I wanted to, this is something I wanted to do this is I, I would enjoy this and this is something I wanted to pursue you know being a, a, a young brash teenager and again when they say well you don't have that we don't have that anymore what do you mean you don't have that anymore? This is this is the school Jim Henson went to. How do you not have anything to? Well, we just—it's not a program we offer anymore. It was just so profound to me. It's like how how does a school attached to such a a great name not offer a program in his name anymore? It's like Cal Arts not offering their animation program that Walt Disney started. His animators, and that still lives on. But yeah, I uh, I think in leading into next week's episode, um, I I plan on I was maybe it was even going to be this week, but uh, just how things worked out, I figured this week. Let me talk about Jim. Next week we're going to talk about Muppet Vision three D, and you'll hear. I, I haven't recorded it yet, so I'm, I'm just going to assume that you hear Matt and I talking about how this was the last project Jim worked on, um, which makes it even more special, particularly to, to people that are longer or more mature in age, fans of the original Muppet Show, uh, Sam and Friends, Jim uh, all all these other things that he's done. Because it was the last project that he worked on personally, it's kind of like the Jungle Book for Disney. Um, where Disney Animation, the Jungle Book was one of the last projects Walt Disney was fully involved in and touched. And you watch that, you're watching a you know a a strangered piece of history um, because it, it was something that again Walt was involved in. And this was something that that Jim was involved in, and that was gonna. His sudden passing changed that whole area of the Studio Park of the at that point, and Jim Studio Park would have been a lot different. They were were planning so much more Muppet stuff. Um, And again, I'm I'm sure we're going to more detail about this in the next episode about how Jim was. You know, knowing that he was getting up there in age and stuff, and trying to sell his entire com- the Henson Company to Disney at that time, and you know Disney was going to embrace him with open arms, and obviously that didn't happen at that time. It it took several more years, and only part of the company got, went over to Disney, not all of it. But wow, to think it's been over 30 years. Mead sitting on that school bus hearing Jim Henson had passed away Jim was a remarkable man a, a quiet man a giant of a man but quiet and always thinking of the best for everybody um, going back to Matt Vogel when he was on this show you know, I've been listening to his podcast and he talks to performers who got their start. Most of the other, he's talked to them, the ones on Sesame Street about his, their start and getting, they're starting to biz on Sesame Street and how Jim was just like, oh, come on down, come to New York and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get something started. You know, we'll give you a go. And, uh, it, it, it was it was not the way that someone would typically run a business, and in some ways, Walt was the same way. Um, Walt was more by the fly by a seat. You know, if he liked you, you know, he he would take care of you. And he he would help you out. It, it's it was very very different than how most places or most companies run run their stuff. And. um He's... He's he's sadly missed. And... I, um... I still think of him often. And wonder where we would be with him. So, to Jim, thank you for... For everything you did. Your legacy lives on. And we will try to continue carrying on that legacy. Not only the legacy of the Muppets, but the legacy of a better world where we all see that rainbow connection, we're all connected together. That the person to your left and the person to your right is no better or no worse than you. And that we're all one big family on this planet. What are your memories of, of Jim Henson? And ha- what kind of f- effect has he had on his on your life? I really would love to know. Um, join in the conversation. Join us on social. On our Facebook group, which is Facebook.com slash group slash Disney Marvels Podcast. On Instagram at Disney Marvels Podcast, TikTok, we're at Disney Marvels Podcast, and on Twitter, we're at Disney Marvels. You can leave a voice message through the Anchor app and or website, anchor.fm website. Record a message electronically on one of your smart devices and email it to us with, along with any of your suggestions or comments or questions to DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out the Disney Marvels blog at DisneyMarvels.blogspot.com. Link to all these are in the show notes. Thank you for your time. I know how little time we all have these days, and the fact that we got to spend some of this together means a lot to me, and I really appreciate it. If I could just ask my little call to action every week, go into Apple Podcasts, leave a rating for all five star reviews at the moment, and keep that going because the more we get, the more Apple Podcasts will do their part to also help promote the show. Or you could also just tell your neighbors neighbors, tell your friends, shout it out on the social networks, send share out a link that you're listening to the Disney Marvels podcast, and you got that your friends and other people should check it out too. Because the more people we have in our family, the better. The better we'll be. Well believed in a Big Disney family, and so do I. Don't forget to subscribe to the show while you're at it. This way you always know when new episodes are posted. But while you're at it, also consider becoming a premium subscriber to help the show out. Things like movie reviews and other things, possible food reviews coming out. Hint hint. You can do this over at anchor.fm slash Disney Marvel slash support or find our Patreon page. Links to all these are in the show notes. Don't forget you could also check out our merchandise shop. Get some fun Disney Marvel stuff there. Then links to all these are in the show notes as well. Because remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. Whatever you're facing out there, whatever darkness. Whatever weight it is physically or mentally on you. Don't give up, no matter how impossible things may seem. Don't ever give up. Look deep at the inside yourself and find a light. The light will be maybe hidden. You may not think it's there, but believe me, it is there. Dig it, hold it, and embrace it. It will warm you, it will lift you, and it will guide you. Never give up. Never give in. Be your own hero. And let the light shine for all to see how wonderful and beautiful you are. Now, end this week's show. I have a quote, not from Walt Disney, but from Jim Henson himself. Life is meant to be fun and joyous and fulfilling. Please watch out for each other and love each other. Forgive everybody buddy. It's a good life. Enjoy it. One of the last quotes, Jim Henson. Thank you again for listening, everybody, and I'll see you next time. If just one person believes in you Deep enough and strong enough believes in you Hard enough and long enough Before you knew it Someone else would think If he can do it I can do it Making it to whole people Who believe in you Deep enough and strong enough Believe in you Hard enough and long enough There's bound to be some other person Who believes in making it a threesome Making it three People you can say If three Three. whole people